Hey everybody, welcome back to Something Random. It is your host, Jake Greenfield, back for another good week full of randomness. Gonna switch it up a bit and move from airplanes last week into the topic of social media. What's that? What are you talking about? Whatever the hell I want, baby. In a world full of random occurrences, one man takes it upon himself to choose one and talk about it for 15 to 30 minutes. Welcome to Something Random. All right, well, that was the the intro there. Didn't have one on the last episode, but there you go. Well, we'll just jump right into it here. Uh, social media. So, yeah, I, I guess we could go back to really the beginning uh, you know, even before Facebook there, uh, the earliest really I can think of and, you know, I wasn't really a part of it, but it, it was my space, um, for a long time there, you know, people had their homepages. Uh, I, I remember people telling me stories that they would go look at it and you would have music playing on your page or something. Anyway, uh, all those cool features didn't stop it from getting absolutely stomped to the curb uh, once Facebook came to the party. I think there were a few years there where they coexisted a bit, but then, nah, see you later, MySpace, get the hell out of here. Uh, it's Facebook's show now. And it really has been that way uh, ever since it burst onto the scene in 2004. Um, overall, I mean, it, that's just kind of one form of social media, the whole Facebook deal where you're adding friends and things like that, writing status updates. Uh, I'd say it's more, you know, content focused with links, uh, especially nowadays uh, when I pull up my Facebook feed, it's just complete trash, a bunch of sponsored stuff and really not anything that is going to make my life better uh, but by seeing it. Uh, that wasn't always necessarily the case. Uh, you know, it's not like my life would drastically improve by seeing that somebody had uh, a great day at the dog park today with, you know, little Johnny and, and Fido. But in terms of, you know, things that my friends are actually putting on there or people I'm connected with, it has gone completely to shit uh, in terms of what's on Facebook. It really just is kind of a graveyard at this point for, you know, trolls, memes, uh, some some garbage articles uh, that, you know, somebody's aunt is going to post. Who cares? Uh, it really does seem like the, the dominance that Facebook had on the social media market. While, you know, in numbers, it may still be there, at least anecdotally, it definitely has lost a little bit of its footing. Now, I I know that Facebook does own Instagram now. Uh, That wasn't always the case. But for them, I'd say that's a genius Move because it really does seem like pictures and videos are the wave of the future. Uh, it just take a look at 
when Snapchat burst onto the scene, just how big that was. Obviously, you know, for a somewhat of a different reason than Instagram, uh, you know, you can send pictures uh, that, you know, supposedly are deleted uh, after the timer's up. Uh, there have been some concerns that that's not actually the case, but overall, that was the appeal and still is. It does seem like they're trying to move more into news and you know, advertising even, but the core principle and why people continue to use it is that that functionality of just sending a picture that is going to get deleted. Um, you do have the stories as well on Snapchat, uh, Instagram stole that from them as well. Uh, uh, and, you know, makes perfect sense as to why that's a very popular feature on that Snapchat platform. Why not bring it over to Instagram? This platform that already deals with pictures and videos uh, seem, seems like a no-brainer there to me. But in terms of the whole drive behind it, right, why are we so compelled as uh, a generation, I should say, to put our entire lives on the internet, um, be it, you know, some really good food that you tried uh, at some random diner in the middle of Chinatown, uh, or some, you know, trip that you were on with your family um, and, and posting that picture to try and get approval from your peers and those around you. I, I, I do think that's really the primary drive is just that want for approval, that need to feel accepted in society. And it, it's interesting that it really has only caught on, I, I should say, in, in the very younger generations, uh, like sure my mom and dad, well, my mom, dad doesn't have it. My mom is Facebook, Instagram, that whole deal. And for her, I feel like it's kind of a different, uh, use case when I've been talking to her about, you know, why she has it. I, I think for her, it's more to connect with people who she hasn't talked to in years or may live very far away from. And you could argue the same can be said for younger generations that, you know, you want to be friends with, uh, you know, a lot of people and social media is a great way to stay in touch with them. But there is definitely that drive to feel accepted and get approval from others when you're posting that and trying to get likes and comments, uh, and even going as far as just randomly friending people to increase the amount of people that will end up seeing your content. Uh, I guess one example close to home, uh, I, so I have a bearded dragon, a little lizard, roughly 
you know, two feet long or so. He's awesome. Uh, his name is Charlie, short for Charizard for all my Pokemon fans out there. And I have an Instagram account for him. And, you know, obviously it's not like Charlie is uh, logging on every day, checking you know, if he has any DMs, if he's got any new followers, if he's got likes, uh, that that's strictly for me. Um, I am living vicariously through my lizard to get likes. And that, I think, really comes to the, to the core of the, the argument that I'm making here that uh, it, it, this is just some type of addiction that... Uh, our, our generation as, as a whole seems to have, uh, you know, fear of missing out is, or FOMO, that's another big component of it, I'd say. And it, it it's just really interesting uh, to, to think about the way social media has impacted our our, our lives. It really just seems like uh, as we get more connected, we feel more alone. And part of that may be due to that sense of FOMO that you may not have had, let's say, when our parents were young. Uh, sure, you'd hear that somebody you know is going on a trip or uh, somebody just got together with a bunch of friends for a birthday party. Um, but you weren't invited. Sure. You know, back then that may have hurt just by itself, not really being a part of that social gathering. But in today's day and age where you can actually see pictures or see videos of that thing you were not invited to, that definitely makes it cut a little bit more deep uh, than simply just being aware of of something that happened. Uh, another huge component of social media is just how invasive it really can be. Uh, like one thing that has happened recently that there's this app TikTok. I personally don't use it, um, but it's all the rage uh, with, you know, my, my little cousins are all on it. Uh, and even people my age, I know, are, are all on it. And there have been a number of like security concerns that have come up that it's, you know, that the Chinese have access to information on there, whatever. And that's really just kind of one example. I mean, you go to the whole hacking or Russia scandal um, where, you know, they were using social media to help influence votes one way or another. I'm not going to get into, you know, that whole investigation, just bringing it up as an example of uh, of what social media can do. Uh, it, it really is an instance of, you know, technology giveth and then technology taketh away. Uh, it, we are able to see uh, the lives of, of others 
but we have to give up our own privacy as well. And one really creepy thing that happens is these targeted ads that show up on a lot of these uh, social media websites, namely Instagram. Uh, I will say I am uh, guilty of buying my fair share of things off of Instagram ads, be it, uh, you know, board games that I went to then go sponsor on like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, be it like clothing for my bearded dragon. Yes, I do have outfits for him and no, it's certainly not a problem at all. Um, in, in terms of other things, uh, at like even flights to places. So a, a great example of that, that was really just kind of creepy was uh, I was talking to, or messaging, I should say, not even verbally, messaging uh, my friends in GroupMe, and I was talking about, you know, potentially going on a trip or having them come out here, and, you know, we came to the consensus that we'd wait for some sale or something via, you know, Southwest or some other web, uh, some other airline, and in terms of advertisements like the very next day or or even the same day uh, that we brought that up lo and behold on Instagram there's an ad for a discounted plane ticket and then just another example is I was talking about you know maybe going to get some leather gloves or something for the, the winter because it's cold out and the next thing I see is an ad for like 30% off this leather store. So I, I'm not sure here. Let, let me put my tinfoil hat on before I start talking here. Uh, I, I'm, I, I don't know if they're listening or, or reading the, the content that, you know, is on my phone, but it definitely seems pretty sketchy uh, that, all of these things are targeted so well based on things that I've been either verbally talking about or messaging with people uh, on my phone. Definitely just anecdotal, don't have any real hard evidence to back that up, but it, it is something I personally have noticed. Um, to end on kind of a, a lighter note here, I, I guess looking at some of the pros of social media, it, it really does help bring groups of people together. I know that myself, I'll just stick with my bearded dragon example here. There are quite a few groups on, you know, Facebook that are these bearded dragon groups that allow you to, you know, share pictures or ask for advice on you know, care tips, or if there's something wrong uh, with your little guy or gal, you know, you can ask some questions. And obviously, while it's not as good as going to a vet, uh, it, it's a good brain trust of people that can help figure things out for you. Uh, another thing, uh, it was just like a Super Bowl ad, actually, that Facebook had just a lot of different random groups, I think, the song I Want to Rock was playing in the background. 
and you had different, uh, you know, rock related groups like rock climbing, uh, literally like rock and roll and other things like that. And I, I will say the whole community aspect uh, of social media is a good thing. That is uh, like, I, I would never be talking to any of these other bearded dragon people or even know they existed had it not been for this group on Facebook. So it it is something that's good uh, in terms of connecting groups of people together with similar interests. Um, but that's that's really kind of my biggest pro uh, for for social media, I guess. For like Twitter, you can look at that as a quick way to get news out. Um, far faster than like a, like a news article and it's very summarized in a few hundred characters there. Um, but again, it's also something that can lead to the spreading of misinformation such as uh, I, I remember recently when Kobe Bryant and his daughter along with uh, seven others, um, may they rest in peace. When that accident occurred, um, there was a lot of news outlets trying to get the story out as fast as possible uh, via Twitter. And uh, there was an incident where I, I believe there was an anchor on air who had said something incorrect, uh, saying that you know, all four of Kobe's daughters were on the plane or helicopter with him. Uh, and, and that immediately got tweeted out. Uh, you know, several people tweeted that out and that helped further spread that misinformation before, um, it, before that was, you know, fixed. But I, I do think the, the whole Twitter thing is, positive, uh, when it's used the right way. Um, obviously, uh, there are some people in this country who use it not really the right way, uh, very brazen and offensive, but when it is used to get meaningful information out, I do think uh, it is useful. And then I, I guess the last thing here, which I, I really don't have too much experience with, and it, you know, I, I guess it is considered social media would be the whole dating app story, like the Tinder, um, hinge, J swipe. If you're Jewish, Christian mingle, while not an app, a dating website, it, just dating things in general, uh, you know, that we can even extend this to like eHarmony or, or other websites, farmers only for all my farmers out there. But in terms of that aspect of social media, uh, it certainly seems to be a positive thing, at, at least at this stage. Uh, I remember back in college, uh, my 
girlfriend's roommate had actually met somebody on Tinder and they were getting pretty serious. And it was like relatively early in the Tinder days. So there was kind of a stigma attached to actually dating somebody off of the, the app instead of just, you know, having a little fling. Um, so that was an, an interesting transition because nowadays there's several people who I know that have met somebody on these dating apps and are now in happy relationships with them. So I, I guess from that aspect, uh, it is, a a positive thing. It's giving people who, you know, whether they would be successful or not in person, just going to pick somebody up at, you know, a bar or somewhere else that that's kind of irrelevant. Uh, it, but it's, it's giving more opportunities, uh, rather than just going out on, you know, a Friday or Saturday to potentially find somebody and, uh, you know, a world with more love is uh, is going to be a happier world. So on that positive note, I'll end it there. Uh, thank you guys for listening yet again. And we'll be talking again next week. Have a good one.